It's Monday. The clock shows the time. Come closer. Hear the knock on the door. Welcome to the House of Mystics. Hello, and welcome back to the House of Mystics. And as always, tonight with me, I have... Patrick. Lisa. Tabitha. And Brandy. Brandy almost without a voice. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. So I hope everybody in, uh, in the round table is doing well, except Brandy, that she's coughing. I promise not to die on air. It would be perfect. Oh, no. For the, you know, this time of the year. I mean, just come back and help us. I would, real quick. Real quick. Yeah, yeah. You can't die. You know, we have kids and a lot of them. I mean, you're doing all right. No. <laughs> you're not allowed. So tonight, we are kind of going to continue. You know, last episode was uh, Samhain. And uh, tonight, we're going to, I don't know, we're going to expand a little bit about it. Um, let's start with our beloved dead. Anybody wants to shoot to our listeners what our beloved dead are so basically our beloved dead if you can understand me beloved dead is somebody that did something in their lifetime or made a choice or helped people in their lifetime which altered something that we do in ours maybe they inspired the mighty us. dead mighty dead yeah. yes is that what, not what i said no beloved dead beloved dead is our both. family yes beloved dead beloved my dead is our family Those my mother-in-law are... is yes. my beloved or our friends or somebody that's close to us that died. Yes. Sure hell isn't my mother. It's my mother-in-law. So, yeah, our beloved dead are, you know, people like friends, family. Um, um, pets. Yeah, pets. You're not wrong. No, I, I, I talk to my pets all the time when I was younger, even, even now. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, 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 I miss one of my pets when I was younger. Yeah. I think he was amazing. What was your pet? Um, he was a beagle. beagle. And, and, a, and his name was Hunter. I had a little, a little tiny toy chihuahua, long-haired, and her name was Peaches. That was my... I had <laughs> Yeah. Our pets are always, you know... I, I, but I always think that there's... We always have like a pet specifically that we like really connect to. And mine was Hunter. Mine was Hunter. You know, uh, I remember, you know, as an adult, I got sick with the uh, uh, chicken pox. And he didn't leave my sight. He, he didn't. But yeah, our beloved dead are those, you know, that we care about, right? This, like we stated, uh, this could be family member, friends. So, how we would incorporate our beloved dead to Saul? I have, I have one. Um, yeah. My grandma, actually. She would definitely be one for me. I just felt like she was the one person that when I was young, really talked to me like I was a, a grown-up, you know, really just talked to me like I was a human. <laughs> and... I really appreciated that. And she was actually the reason why I got into the craft because she was definitely 
you know, very superstitious, very, she didn't really call it witchcraft, but she would do like the salt in the, in all the um, doorways and that kind of thing. Like she was very much into witchcraft, even though she didn't really call it that. Yeah. And do you do anything to honor her uh, during this time? Um, I have done um, like a shadow box for the day of the dead with all the stuff that she loved and um you know basically honoring her like it had all her you know pictures saw some of her favorite things she loved birds and so every time i see birds i know we had one year that there was a little nest of birds that came and um established our little nest in our porch yeah. and it really reminded me of her and i just thought it was kind of like a sign almost in a way because you know, she just, she loved birds. And she told me that if she ever passed, she would still always be with me. So. That's nice. That's nice. Anybody has like a friend? I have, yes, my best friend. She passed away, what, four or five years ago now? Yeah. Yeah, she's you, definitely one of my beloved dead. Do you, do you do anything to honor her? Not specifically her, because this time of year, I, you know, well. I focus on them individually on specific days that are pertinent for them. But in this time of year, I have honored my ancestors and my beloved dead as a whole. Okay. I do. So as a group. Yeah, as a group. And I honor. But we do honor. We have a mountain. She loved Mountain Dew. So we kept, we keep on on our altar a Mountain Dew for her because that's that's just something that she loved the most. And so it's always. Oh, so her. Yeah. The one that gave me the weird taste on on the sands. So yes. I have a best friend that I lost. Um, she died when she was around 21. Her name was Laura. So I, I always remember her every year, all the time, actually. Yeah. How about you, Blaine? For Salem, no. I just usually, um, my, my mother. Um, we did set up the ancestors. Okay. okay. I had a best friend, and I don't necessarily do it for Salon, but he uh, gave me a set of earrings, so I have a fetish object, and I wear it, my earrings, and they don't ever come out, and he, he's the one that gave them to me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we all, we, we all do, and, and, and everything that you have said is basically a ritual, yeah. but it's a very personal ritual. You know, like wearing the earrings that is a ritualistic that is very ritualistic because you know they're part of me now that since he's gone i just feel like they're if i wear them they're always going to be we when we were together we we're always you know interchanging you know it's like he would get a new set of earrings and he would get them or i get a new set and just give it to him and then when he you know passed away that i just i just keep his one set of earrings and I just have them and that never changed up or anything like that. It's just always been that one. Okay. And I, I actually have a statue that my grandma used to pray to every night. She prayed her rosary and then she, mm-hmm. she would do that to that statue. And I have that statue. So I do have that on our ancestor altar. Okay. To remind me of her. Okay. Well, one of the things that I that 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 I that I like 
of having a beloved dead. It's it's that, yeah, you know, we remember them, you know, uh, in in one way or another during this time of the year, right? But um, we have we usually celebrate, you know, their death date. Correct. That's kind of what like what we do, you know, even if it is just remembering them in our, in our minds and our hearts. Right. Uh, but I also feel like uh, uh, bringing them into our own ritual of Samhain, it's, it's, you know, it's also important. It's not that you have to be specific, right. But bringing all our beloved dead, that's one of the things that I like doing. You know, I remember my beloved dead, and, and, and I was blessed in, in that way because um, my family was, you know, like in every other family, you know, they problems and gossip and stuff like that. But we were still family. So I do remember my beloved dead a lot during this time. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Wow, you're this, choked up. You yeah. That family member were trying to get rid of <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, um, on this time of year. Um, but now let's talk about the mighty dead. Oh, I already did that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You kind of explained it, but so our listeners don't get confused. You want to repeat? You want me to repeat it? Oh, okay. So the... Do we want to do a mighty, playback so you get exactly the word? Replay, replay it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mighty dead are people that did something in their lifetime that influenced us in ours or inspired us to do something differently or just to become the person that we are today by their actions when they were alive. Yeah. I also want to add that this is usually people that have some sort of impact, not only on us individually, but also on a community, on a bigger group of people. Right. Um, 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 and, uh, we have many of those, you know, and we all personally connect to some more than others, right? So from my my side of things, one of my mighty dead is actually called Adwaibana. He is he was a cacique, one of the chiefs of of, of the uh, Taino Arawak tribe, and he basically is um, I want to say one of the ones that. Uh, is responsible for the revolution against the Spaniards in that time. And we're talking about, you know, the 1400s. This was centuries ago. That would be one from my side. Um, anybody want to share theirs? Mine is, uh, I love to do oil paintings. And since for almost, what, 20 years now, it's always been Bob Ross. He's influenced millions of people. He's had TV shows. He's had art galleries. And uh, he will be definitely missed. But his whole life is his inspired many, many. Yeah, he, Im- he impacted a lot a of lives. Lot of people with the, all, the, all the little mighty trees and his his humor on TV shows and stuff. He's ASMR. Yes, he is. Type of voice. Yes, he is definitely it. And so that's my mighty dad. He's been, you know, he's inspired me. He's, you know, made me live out my dream of being a, you know, a professional painter nice nice who else want to share so one of mine is marie laveau i mean that's that's pretty self-explanatory for the reason behind that but there's also one that i have that is kind of a local person and i don't know 
None of you here would know who he is, but there are some of the listeners may know who he is. His name was Sam Ellison. Sam Ellison? Yeah. Okay. I'm just, you know, clearing yeah, the name. No, his name is Val Ellison. Sorry. Oh, Val. No, I'm sick. I'm not feeling good. My brain's not working. His name is Val Ellison. And he was actually um, the person who ran the treatment that went into the jails and the prisons. And he helped a lot of people to be able to find recovery and to be able to change their lives. So okay. He's one so, of my mighty dead for sure. Okay. For sure. All right. Who else? I can't think of one. Well, Mary Shelley. And I learned about that when I was in college from my English teacher. Who is Mary Shelley? She wrote Frankenstein. Oh. Okay. And she lived a life that was similar to actually the story of Cinderella. And with all of the traumas and things that she did go through, she managed to write one of the most fascinating novels in her time. And it was only 130 pages, I believe. So she was a very brilliant person. And no matter what she went through, she made it. Yeah, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. That's the original novel. No? Okay, so, you know, you can have more than one mighty dead. Like Brandy said, she, she mentioned Marie Laveau, Val. Val Ellison. Val Ellison. I don't know where I came up with Sam, but that's. Yeah. Uh, and then me personally, I, 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 I feel like the connection to a mighty dead. I want to say that it's important because it actually talks and actually tells you in what path and where you stand in your life. I'm not saying that you have to have all the time the same mighty dead or just one, but the influence of that mighty dead, it's something that you take to your life. And you kind of like use it to actually walk your path. But it has to be somebody that walked on this earth, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's it's so someone it can't that be like a deity. No, it, no, it can't be a deity. It, it has can't to be somebody that. Okay. Yeah, for example, uh, for some people, uh, Brita, that's her name. The the. Uh, the female president from Argentina, oh, okay. right? That she exposed her chest. She actually won the election. <laughs> um, she is, you know, one of many people's mighty dead, just like uh, um, the nun, Maria Teresa de Calcutta. Yeah, yeah. That's another one. Gandhi would be so Gandhi deep. would be another one. Um, what is the uh, the Pope for the Pope? some Rosa people? Parks. Rosa Parks. Mother yep. Teresa. Yeah. Teresa. I just said it in Spanish. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. Good because I didn't say it in English. But yes, um, it, yeah, there's so many influence around the world, you know, uh, that are mighty dead in combination impacts. As a, as a community, for example, in a way, for the church, Jesus Christ is a mighty dead. Correct. Yep. You know, uh, 
and, and, and we can keep looking because it doesn't have to be someone famous, though. It could be someone that, you know, like Brandy mentioned, somebody that's only a group of people know. Okay, so what are practices that we could do to honor our mighty dead? Just to remember them is a, a good practice. If you if you have them and you remember them and you um, just just inspire to be like them, and you're you're basically honoring <coughs> them anyhow. Yeah, I mean, if you bring yeah. their name up, you're giving them power. You're um, you're just inspiring them. If you, it's like the Day of the Dead. If you bring all your family members' pictures out and you mention them, um, you're basically giving them life again and letting them, you know, be have power and basically let them come back. If you believe in, they can at least come back and have be experience your life again. Yeah, and, but by just mentioning them and, and honoring them. Yeah, that's true. And there's many rituals that would be before, you know, we do any kind of rituals uh, around this time that we actually called in our mighty dead. We actually called it in, you know, whoever that may be. And I know that I mentioned that, you know, we already mentioned our beloved dead for, but for me, even my grandfather would be a mighty dead because he had a lot of influence within the community that I'm part of. Well, when I was in Puerto Rico, um, he, you know, Everybody knew who he was. Everybody knew who he was. And, and they, uh, they would look for him for different things, right? But I agree. We call them their name and, you know, we bring them and we remember them. And, and, and we can even do a silent supper with them. Yeah. And so that way they can lease and give them, give them their due, basically. Yeah. You know, what they like to do. If they liked a good cigar, make sure you have it. If they liked a certain whiskey, make sure you have it. All you're doing is basically just honoring them and and just so they're just know that they're not forgotten. Yeah. Their yeah, legacy will live you, on. You bring a good point. But for me, also more importantly, I think it's important to share their message if that's, you know, like their legacy can live on. Like in this day and age that we have social media, we have blogs, we have YouTubes, like sharing their message would be a really great way to honor them because then you're kind of moving that work that they did yeah. when they were alive forward. Yeah, that, that, that in a way is, yeah, in a way that is honoring them. Yeah, keeping them alive. Keep their message going. And <coughs> yeah. So also Patrick brings a, a really good point. Uh, I know we have one soon at the at the Mesa Frog, uh, a dumb supper or a silent supper. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, this is a way that we actually honor our beloved dead and mighty dead and ancestors. Yep. All in one. But I, before we go into that, I want to make a big a, a, a kind of a difference because ancestors and beloved dead are not the same. Can be the same, but they're not the same. Ancestors or ancestors, beloved dead, or those who are not necessarily of our blood, but who are of our children family. Yeah, but we still can honor them with a supper. So yeah. Oh no, yeah, thing. yeah. The supper is not just for your ancestors. Oh no, it's yeah. For anybody that's given you something that you um, that that you respected. Oh my God, Lisa just yawned, and everybody else I think is yawning here. I'm sending her to time out. I'm on decaf. Uh, so the, <laughs> the reason why I'm 
saying, you know, like they're not the same. For example, I have a lot of beloved dead that is my family. So they're also connected to my ancestors. But I also have ancestors that for me are not beloved. You know, uh, I have a lot of, uh, for example, I have a Spaniard blood is the minimum, one of the minimums in my, in my, I want to say in me, but I do have, and they are still ancestors. To me, they're not beloved, but they still are my ancestors. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to honor them, but they're not my beloved. That's why I wanted to make that point because uh, every time that I've uh, either uh, spoken about ancestor, ancestors, <laughs> um, people are like, but I have ancestors that were not nice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We all have them. But they're not nice, but that doesn't mean that we love them. But still, they have an influence on who we are. Or the fact that we're even here. Yes. Yes. We may not know what they've done, and we, we don't have to bring it up, but at least we are still honoring them by just knowing that we're like you're, you have Spain, Spaniards in your blood. Yeah. You're just honoring them. You don't know if they've done anything famous or, or if they are murderers or whatever. Oh, I do know they're murderers. Okay, well. But, <laughs> That's good. But, but, but I know what you mean. You mean I know you're, exactly you're what you mean. just honoring the, the <coughs> point that you have Spaniards in you. Yeah, yeah. Or and part it, of you. Yeah, no, and, and, and uh, you know, it's not that they're evil. It's just, you know, that was their time, and that's how they saw things. How, that's how they so did like I have Scottish in me, and I have no idea, no names or no you know, any idea of who it is, but I can still honor it by yep. at least looking up my kilt, my colors, my uh, my uh, my uh, my shield, and my uh, stuff like that. And then I can just be honoring them that I'm a Scottish person. William Wallace. Okay, Looking great. Ahead. Who the fuck cares? Brave heart. <laughs> William oh. Wallace. Oh, okay, great. Like He's a kilt. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I just like the fact that I love him. <laughs> yeah, do I get a blue little ribbon? Yeah. I have one. Do you have a blue ribbon? I don't have a, I have a, uh, I have a, uh, I have a kilt. story about the blue ribbon, right? What? There's not, a story? not on the podcast. Okay, no, no, no. I'll tell you about the story about the blue ribbon. Okay, <laughs> not here. Not okay. here Damn, not man. Yeah. So, dumb supper. Dumb silent supper. Dumb or silent supper. Uh, who wants to say what it is? You just set a place next to you with the chair facing the other way so that your beloved um, dead or mighty dead or ancestors can join you for dinner. And we just basically think of them and honor them and set a meal for them with their favorite things and drinks and so that they know that we remember them and that we join in this dinner. But everything's done right. backwards. Yep. So you have your dessert first because in their realm... It's cooked backwards, even walking backwards. Yes. Uh, well, yes, but I, I didn't want to be too technical for this well, yeah. podcast. But if you do... <laughs> You know, basically, so they understand like breakfast is first, and then your your main course is last, and the chair is facing backwards because yeah, in their realm, it is their realm. It's frontwards, and they're part of it. Yes. And so they're enjoying and it's the done dinner. In silence. Yeah. Usually, uh, uh, a silent supper. Uh, everybody that you know, everybody here is accurate. Uh, but at least the way that I've that that, that I've done it and I have participated. Uh, 
it's a moment that you actually commune with the spirits that you're bringing in, right? You commune, you put a, like Lisa said, a, a plate for them. And you just remember, commune with them. Um, and the one that we're going to do at the Mystic Frog, we are going to do that. But at the same time, we're going to have a seance, right? Are we at, or after? Oh, you want to do it after? We can do either one. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. Um, it's kind of hard to do a seance when we have mouths full eating food. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Oh, oh. he's here. Wait, oh, wait, chomp, this, chomp. This is when they're, they're sitting with us, right? Yeah. Right. It so, will be for those those spirits who have come to join in and eat with us. Yeah. It will be for okay. them either way. Yeah, oh, that's great. it will be for them. Um, so, yeah, the Silent Supper, <coughs> our way to honor uh, ancestors, beloved dead, mighty dead. Uh, it's also a way uh, to remember them for what they did for us. Have for some people actually a silent supper. It, it, it can be a moment of closure, you know, a moment of saying kind of goodbye, you know. And this is one of the things that one of the traditions that can be that, that can be applied to Samhain. It's not only on Samhain though. A dumb supper or a silent supper is not only on Samhain because traditionally, and I know that um, in Hispanic. Traditions, uh, when we are celebrating, Lisa's holding all the holding holding it in. I saw that. Sorry, I'm <laughs> um, when somebody uh, has a their death date anniversary, we get together as a family. We have a dinner. Yeah. We have a dinner. So you know, it's not only on Samhain, but this is one of the, the traditions that we can actually apply during this time. I mean, because I think of, like, for example, my grandma on Mother's Day and honor her on that day because I feel like she was kind of like that figure for me. So, I mean, you can really do it at any time, I think. Yeah. But there are those days that are traditional. Yeah. Well, and it gets a little tricky when you got a lot of beloved dead. Because that's a lot of honoring, and I got I'm busy. I got stuff to do. So well, it's it tricky. Well, yeah. Well, at least what, at least what my family used to do, uh, we would get together. Everybody would bring you know food and everything, and we would have like a table alone, and we would put different plates in that table, and that was the table of our beloved dead. You know, and each plate had a picture of that person, you know, and we would put it there and we would go to the table and we would talk to them like they were there. Like, oh, you know, uh, Abuela or Abuelita, do you remember, you know, when you did this? Oh, do you remember when you spanked me? We, we you know, we would just bring things like just if we were there. After that, after that, we would kind of like gather around the fire and uh, we would sing, we would sing, you know, the music, their music, not our music. We would sing their music. For example, my grandmother loved soup. 
or how we say in Puerto Rico, asopao, is made with rice, not with noodles. She would love it. She would make it every Saturday. And yeah, that was there for her. You know, the little things, you don't have to, again, elaborate, like you don't have to create something huge. Just that, you know, getting together um, is a good, good way to do a, a silent supper and also uh, a ritualistic honor, honoring, I, I don't know, it's a way to honor them in a very simple way. Okay, Brandy, what do we have going on? Well, let's see. This week, first of all, at the Mystic Prop, we have, on Thursday, we have witch bottles. For those of you who don't know what a witch bottle is, come to the class, come and find out. Uh, witch bottles are a great form of protection that we were talking about along the lines of warding. Um, we're going to be doing a make and take for those on Thursday night. On Friday, we have manifestations of the paranormal. I can't talk. Words are hard. Manifestations of the paranormal. <laughs> manifestations of the paranormal. Yes, that. So that's going to be happening. If you guys want to find out a little bit more about how the you know things happen to manifest in our reality, come and check it Isn't out. Vlad doing that one? Vlad's doing yep, that one. I'm doing that class. And uh, even if you're not in Utah, that class is available online. Perfect. He's a great teacher, so you should follow it. Uh, Thank you. Tadpoles. Mystic Tadpoles is happening at 11 o'clock. For those of you who want to bring your kids out to get some fun little classes and do some cute little crafts, 11 o'clock at the Mystic Frog. And then this weekend we have on Saturday, we have the Mystic Moonlight Market. This is going to be a, quite an event. It's going to be quite fun. Vlad will be howling. Uh, we have a psychic fair happening. We have a... <clears throat> A vendor event going on. We have about 10 or so vendors, I believe. Maybe a little few more. Um, we have it's a couple of free classes going on. We have one on lunar magic and we have one on fire scrying. Yes, how about this teaching the lunar magic, yep. right? right? Yep. Um, and then we have a little concert that's going to be happening that evening, as well as we are going to be having a book signing with Ken the Runewalker. He's going to be down promoting his new book and doing a book signing event, possibly giving out a few readings while he's at it. Um, I would probably say he is Utah's premier room reader. So if you guys want to get come and meet him and have him sign his new book, that will be available and he will be available. Uh, that's happening from four to 10 on Saturday night at the Mystic Frog, 650 North Geneva Road in Orem. And definitely come out and check that out. And then I don't have any events from any of the other shops that were sent to me today. Um, so I will probably have more of those by next week. All right. All right. So I want to thank everybody uh, for listening to the podcast. You know, we all thank you. Um, we really appreciate this. Uh, also, remember, if you're not in Utah and you are looking for witchy shit, did I say shit? You said shit. <laughs> Weechy stuff. Good shit. Good shit. Good shit. Good yeah. shit. Uh, you can go Etsy. Yeah, crescentoras.com. I can do anything custom, handmade that you're looking for if you're outside of Utah. Yep. Or in, in Utah. Or in Utah. Well, in, in Utah, you just go to the Mystic Frog and get my stuff there. That's true. That's true. <laughs> 
Yep. And she values her time. She ships it out mighty fucking fast. So I don't uh, think, don't say fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she does it. It's okay. I can say it. It does. It's fucking fast. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She values that. I mean, she yeah, really she, she brags about it. Okay. She's yeah, got yeah. five star ratings all the way down it. Millions of them. You can't. You can't beat this. She is really particular about yeah. her shit. And remember, the new edition of the Pig and Chronicle is out. Um, we have great articles there. Tabitha has two articles there. I have one. You uh, have in, one about necromancy. Yep, I mine is it. about. Oh my gosh, it was mine really is about necromancy. Also, you have people like uh, Tammy from We Witches Three. She has an article there. Tamara from Crone's Hollows. Tamara from Crone's Hollows. Um, <coughs> Callista. Callista from Raven Rose Witches. Witches. Yes. Uh, she she also. Yeah, and uh, oh, there, there is also uh, interviews and stuff about Pagan Pride. Mm -hmm. oh, cool. about and I think yeah. we even have a coupon. Uh, we have yeah. a coupon for Mystic Frog 10% off. Yes, so okay, it is. It's, wait a minute, is it coupon or coupon? Who gives a fuck? It's a 10% <laughs> off. Just cut the damn thing. Get the magazine, read it, and then get the coupon. And come well, get shit. well, if you said, let's make this a competition. If you go to the Mystic Frog and you said coupon, one point for Brandy. Yes. If you say coupon, one point for Patrick. Oh, oh, you're getting a finger. Oh, let's make this a contest. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep track. Yeah, just it's, go it's, get the fucking paper. Loser it's, buys dinner. It's it's kind of it's kind of. Oh, that's oh. Wow. It's like it's like it's like that. Whoa, 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 now <laughs> the astrology lady is spoken. Right? Yeah. You want a free meal? Mean... It doesn't matter. It's, it's fine. Something's gonna buy you a dinner. Yep. You see, well, these are the things. Me your so. I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, these are the things that happen usually before the podcast. <laughs> um, but we all started like kind of a little bit on a rush, and I guess we're having our laugh now. Okay. <laughs> yep. And, it hurts. and the the artwork in this newspaper is amazing. You really, <laughs> really yeah, have uh, to just look at I it. I believe. Uh, uh, Zane yeah, is Aiden one, Taylor. and yeah. Taylor are the artists. I have yet to see. I mean, I, I I like newspapers, but this one has been out there, and yeah, and all and the I articles. Really like it. Yeah, all, I just mentioned a few because it's you know what I can, you know, remember. But all all the articles in the in the Pagan Chronicle are actually uh, very good articles connecting to this time of the year. Okay. I mean, no kidding, though. You should really get it if you are out there, or even if you're just trying to figure out your witchy path. You should at least go get this so you can feel like there is a community out there for you. And we really do su support our, ourselves. We're all local people, and we all are local writers in this uh, magazine. I mean, not me. I ain't write shit. But uh, I, I don't read it. But um, but there are some great ones out there, and you know, just come and get the magazine and be a part of this group, and actually, you know, feel free that you can come out of the damn closet 
you know, so enjoy the reading. Yes. So remember, there is a lot of things happening on this month, not only at the Mr. Frog, but also spiritually. Okay. So pay attention uh, to everything that is around you. And everybody's laughing around me. This is what happens. <laughs> pay attention to your surroundings. And before everybody starts really laughing, I want to say thank you. And I hope you have, I don't know, a good spooky night. Yes. Spook on, people. It's Halloween time. Yes, yeah. Let the spirits. Let the pagans rule. <coughs> Good night, uh, good night, my friends. Good See night. you. <laughs> good night. Bye. So let's talk about a little bit more about, you know, like small details when it comes to do uh, uh, any kind of ritual for this time of the year. Um, let's go with herbs. What kind of herbs? <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but Blaine, in a very, very ASMR voice, said, Pumpkin Spice. <laughs> That's my favorite. I'm here for it. Um, um, my, but, in my ancestors, it wasn't a spice. It was the orange candy, the orange slices. My mother-in-law loved the orange slices, so we have to have it. And it was the other candy that she liked too. With the the one that's uh, we have to make sure it's on there. It's not the it's not the pumpkin ones with the orange, white, and black. It's you know the ones that look candy corn. I don't think it was a candy corn. Yeah, it was, it was candy, candy corn. corn. Okay. So it's not a spice. It's just like a candy corn. And then there's always the one that you know she comes up with the Mountain Dew and, and or a cigar. Or, yeah. Uh, Sometimes you oh, can yeah. smell it. You know, oh, you know that they want to say. <coughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, we we have a for example, my my my, my grandfather was Palo Viejo. That's rum. It's a, a, a. But you can taste it. You know. Oh yeah, I know, I know. And and and, you know, it, we give my grandfather a little, you know, a glass of Palo Viejo. But what I mean is, like, what herbs are good for getting you closer? To your ancestors, for Hot? example. No. no. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, those herbs work too. Um. Oh, Mullen. Mullen. Mugwort. Mugwort. Frankincense. Frankincense. Skullcap. Skullcap. Calendula. Calendula. So they're ignoring me. No, I'm not ignoring you. Yes, we are. Um, so yeah, these are you know herbs, and with this, I'm not saying you have to drink it, smoke it, nothing. Oh, smoke no, it. but that just reminds me, I have created a beloved dead oil that is now for sale in the shop. If any of you need to have that, yeah, we saw the video today. Candles, yes. Yeah, let's let's bring candles, that up. Candles, yes. Let's candles. bring that up. You know, we can prepare a candle for a beloved or mighty dead, right? Correct. And we can, for example. Beloved dead oil like you you created, you know. Incense. Yeah, incense. But how we uh you know we can dress, anoint and dress that candle, you know, with with uh 
my grandfather also loved coffee. So if I would want to create, you know, maybe a candle for him to mm -hmm. honor him, I can actually, you know, take some, uh, some coffee and, and dress the candle with coffee. Yep. You know, and that candle is specifically for him. Mm. Right? Right? Yes. He's still thinking about pot. <laughs> I can dress a candle and then it's legal. <laughs> I knew it. And then it's, see, that's that weird. Yeah, because it's a spiritual practice. Oh, it does. It's legal. Oh. It's wait, legal. Wait, you're going to start smoking pot? Oh, we're well, not allowed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> what we do with the ancestors is our own thing, right? It's our own personal practice. Uh -huh. <sighs> well, but yeah, you have some herbs that are great, you know, oh, yes, uh, to, to get you <laughs> to get you close uh, a little bit more with your beloved or mighty dead, right? As well as oils, like you were mentioning, you know, like the one that you created, beloved dead. You also have death oil, right? Which I also created, uh, and I've created some ancestor veneration kits. Well, there we go. I you mean, know. I got what, you. What, 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 what those... you need? What you need? I got you. Yeah, but. What did you put in those kits? Uh, they have some oil. They have some graveyard dirt. They have some, they have a fixed candle. Mushrooms? No. No mushrooms? No. Dang. No pot, no mushrooms. Sorry, guys. Dang. Yeah. So, yeah, graveyard dirt is it, it, not an herb, but it's another tool that you can yes. incorporate, you know, to honor uh, your beloved dead, right? You want to, you know, I can't do it now because obviously I, you know, I'm pretty far away from them. But when I was there, I would actually prepare a candle and just put it, you know, in the gravesite. Yeah. I would do that. Or, or I would gather some graveyard dirt with me, would take it, you know, harvest it, take it with me and actually use it in my altar for uh, honoring yep. that, that, that beloved dead. But we, we go to the gravesite because you you can't get to yours. Um, but like my mother-in-law is here um, in town and we take her on her birthdays. We give her her favorite cake and we will we can give her her stuff. And then we just we go to the gravesite and we actually give it to her. So it actually is where she is buried. And so <laughs> it gives it to her a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, we can definitely do that. And even if you don't have somebody like that you go visit, you can go, it's a great time to go to the graveyards and just like fix people's graves and maybe just, um, oh. you know, those that are forgotten, maybe clean up. Yeah. Oh yeah. My so, grandfather. That is. My grandfather wants beer. So we go over there and we pour a can of beer at his place. So he never, and he wasn't supposed to have it. So it's like a secret thing that we I just go over. steals all my family. And your family's <laughs> better than mine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But, but what Lisa's saying is very true. You know, this could be uh, an addition to our listeners' practices. If you don't have anybody close to you, that doesn't mean don't honor it. You know, in your in your in your altar, don't put them in your altar. But you can also go to the graveyard. You know, and and and, and honor pick, all. Pick a grave yeah. and actually, you know, clean it. Bring some some flowers or whatever you feel inclined to do. Adopt the forgotten grave. <laughs> well, there's so many children out there that are died. And when we walk, me, me and Tabitha, we went to the last time we went to the gravesite. We felt all the children that were lonely. We felt, and we were, uh, we hurt 
um, and we it was just hard to walk through it. So we could go to those graveyards that didn't have anybody left. You could tell, you could clean a little child's thing and just spend a time and let them know. I mean, we've even seen some of them that had little toys there. There yeah. were there were you can actually see that the toys were decaying and falling apart and. You can just go there and, and even just remember the little the, the baby that died, yeah. and, and just give them some time and that just honor them. They may not be they lost their life and they didn't get to fulfill it, but we can at least give and remember them. Yeah, yeah, that's how you know that's how it, it's a good practice to incorporate mm-hmm. um, to this time of the year. That doesn't mean only doing this time, but it would be a, another good practice. Um, so ritual wise, uh, in the past, have you individually done anything ritual wise for yeah. Samhain? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, all the time, especially bonfires. And then also like the doing away with the old and setting new resolutions for the year, you know, new things. Yeah. Yep. As well as I, I start a ritual the day of Samhain that actually continues to go. I set lights throughout from Samhain to the day of the dead of November 2nd. And I continuously keep those lights going and those venerations going throughout that time. So it's kind of a three day ritual. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, has anybody here done a vigil for the dead? Divine vigil. Um, is where, you know, you, you spend a night, you know, uh, from dusk till dawn. You don't well, go to sleep, a whole night. I've like a little, a, you know, like you have your family members pictures there. You yeah. Sit there and you, yeah. You we, honor we them. They we do honor that them. in the, like the day of the dead. They do that. Yeah. The, the day of the dead, they do that. Uh, for example, in my culture specifically, um, um, we do a lot of vigils. Yeah, we do a lot of vigils. You know, we 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 gather, and uh, we we just spend the night. You know, um, um, remembering them, drinking. Not necessarily. Well, yeah, for the weekends we'll drink. Ooh, but, that sounds like yeah, fun. But you know, coffee, drinking, eating. Uh, it's a combination of different things. It's almost like a silent supper with a vigil. We spend the whole night uh, for them. Yeah, the last time we went to the graveyard, there was actually a big family that was um, on their site, and they had the barbecue grill going. They had the picnic. They had a tent out there. They were yeah. literally going all out like a big, huge family party. Yeah. And it was their family members were there, and the deceased family members were there, and they are all just having a big, huge barbecue. And I was like, wow. That is a family that's tightly together. Yeah. One of the things that I that, that, that I actually like to do is actually hold a seance. Hold a seance for, for those spirits of or my beloved dead or even the mighty dead. You know, uh, have a way of giving them a voice for them to express whatever they, they want to express. Sometimes I, uh, you know, depending on how I feel things. Sometimes I, I feel inclined also to, you know, if any of them wants to cross over entirely, I will assist them to cross over. 
I know that in Mexican tradition, you know, you have the the, the Day of the Dead, right? And 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 um, it's a way of not only remembering them but also kind of like like almost like bringing them home in a way. Yeah, I remember they used to do this thing um, when I was in Mexico where they would walk down the roads and they were dressed in like, you know, scout the skulls and Yeah, like a caravan, like that like a Yeah, like a bunch of people from the community and they would, you know, sing songs. Yeah, celebrations and celebrate um, down the roads and that'd be beautiful to see. It it was yeah, it's very festive. Yeah. Honoring the dead. Yeah, because a lot of people think about honoring the dead and they think about it and they think, oh, I am so sad. You know, we give, you know, like with a lot of sadness. But no, it's actually a celebration. That's how it should be. It's a celebration of things. You know, we celebrate um, 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 their lives, what they accomplished, what they did for us, what they did for themselves and all that. It's kind of a way of bringing things and, and, and just have a big party. And yeah, food and drink. Yeah, that, that, that comes with it, definitely. Um, you do a lot of veneration during the year, Brandy. Yes. Because you, I know you do. Uh, do you change anything on Samhain? Uh, Besides I, what you said, you know, the three days? I create, because I, I have an ancestor altar, which is nonstop. It's always up. But I create another space to honor and venerate that. So... Other than that, not really. I do also set lights in the windows. <coughs> Sorry. It's okay. To, uh, to invite in the lost souls or spirits mm-hmm. that are, you know, wayward, um, and allow them to come in as well on Samhain. Yeah. But otherwise, um, no, because it's just a continuation, I guess, of what I already do. I do do a silent supper. Okay. I do love the candle tradition, and I—I I mean, I've done that before on the day, just on some, mm-hmm. just on that day. Yeah. Um. I—I um, I like if 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 I could, I just can't because I, there are too many. Uh, I like actually lighting a candle for each of them. You know, a candle for my grandfather, my both of my grandfathers one for each of them, both for my grandmothers and, you know, the people <coughs> that, you know, they have come in my life, mm-hmm. you know, that's a lot of candles. I know <laughs> what I like to do is, um, if our country or has suffered a big loss, I tend to light candles for the victims of certain tragedies. Oh yeah. Like, um, schools or the earthquakes. I do um, honor them and give them life as well. And I do that when that happens, but I also remember that during these times of the year. Yeah. 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 I can. Yeah. I think that's, that's, uh, that is also a good practice for, for our listeners and other people to incorporate because sometimes, you know, there's a lot of people that die. And for example, people that supposedly disappear, but they're dead and, you know, they have no, they're just wandering around, right? If you hear any sounds in the background, Patrick is getting something to eat. Yeah, he is. Okay, so I apologize. And uh, for the plastic back 
on the background, but apparently he's hungry. <laughs> You're not hungry? We, we can't control him. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't want to ruin my damn cheese. Apparently mm -hmm. he felt the need to put it away right goddamn now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, drying out. But yeah, um, there's a like Brandy was saying, and like just Tabitha mentioned, there's a lot of lost souls and, and, and lost spirits that wander around without a light, mm -hmm. without a place to be. And I think that this is a good, a good practice, you know, um, um, to give them some love, give them some light, give them, help them find their their their, their own way or direction. Um, any other practice that you guys might remember or you guys do? I just want to do every single spooky event that Victor ever is. I mean, there's that. <laughs> spooky events, kid stuff. Movies. Bonfires. Haunted houses. Sorry. Yep. Haunted houses. houses. Spooky events. Same I again. mean... All the things. That's the thing. Our Octobers are just full of fun because it's not just the one day, you know, it's the whole Mine whole starts month, in mid-July and it's still not long enough. I, I, well, it's really all year round for witches, but still, you know, like there is something about October that is just like, now the bell is dimming. Now it's like really in your face and it's right there. You know, that's when you want to do all the cool spooky things <laughs> so yeah. aside from that yeah i believe you know like yeah we witches like to uh do this all year and divination is just so much more powerful so oh yeah <laughs> yeah for divination right now for communicating with the dead is the best time for scribe is the okay. best time for it i believe so like there are there are divination practices I don't do all year round, and a lot of times I will do in October because I feel like in October it works really well. Yeah. So how about deities? Deities well, like that connect like to the dead, or that, or I mean, we all, I know three of us <coughs> worship. Oh, I know most of us worship Hecate, and so that she's you know uh, mother of the underworld as well. So. Yeah, of course. Persephone. Oh, but Lilith is also... Persephone. Yes, Lilith. Lilith's also... We, we just got, like, a big statue of her printed, and I've been really drawn to her, you know. Like, and see, and I like death. Mm -hmm. uh, I, um, that's my favorite, so... Yeah, Lilith, yeah, death. Yeah, but Hecate is one. Yeah, uh, Hecate and death. Yeah. Persephone, now is the time of the year that she actually goes into the underworld. With Hades, mm -hmm. um, any other deity that you can remember or that you are familiar with that will connect to this time of the year? Nyx. I mean, I mean Hermes yeah. actually goes there. Well, um, Hermes is a forth. is a psychopomp. It's a, a deity, but it's kind of he a psychopomp. Yeah. So I mean, I'm gonna mention him. Morgana. Yeah, Morgana. Mm -hmm. Santa Muerte. Yeah. Santa Muerte, yeah. That's so true. Yeah. The, oh, there's so many. <laughs> there are many spirits and deities. For example, Papa Legba. Yeah. Not a deity, but a spirit that, you know, kind of like holds the door between. He's, I don't he's know. a keeper of the crossroads as yep. well. 
speaker if you taught a class on him because I don't know too much. Then we have, yeah. Then we have a, I had it in my head and just went poof. I mean, Anubis, but. No, that's another, yeah, Anubis, but what was the other one that I was going to mention right now? Anyway, because I'm not going to remember it because I know how it is. But yeah, there's a lot of deities and spirits that are connected. I think Papa Baron is one as well. Who? Papa Baron. Papa Baron? Yep. He is, he is one of the, also connected to the, uh, to the underworld or, you know, the world in between. But there are, you know, many deities, saints, um, spirits uh, that are connected to this time of the year. Um, they're not necessarily evil. They're just connected to the energies and to the spirit realm in a more deeper way. Um, besides, I, I, like we were talking about Hecate just for, for a moment. Um, but if, if, if you would put Hecate, would you consider her almost like completely connected <laughs> with this time of the year with Samhain? I definitely would. I feel a lot closer <laughs> at this time of year. Yeah, I feel like uh, like this time of the year brings her closer to us, definitely. At least one of her epithets, one of her aspects. If we come to think of this, you know, Samhain is a moment that we usually take very personal as individuals, but also as a group as a coven, uh, as a community. It brings everything together. It ties everything together. To me, it's a very big time for looking inward, for going, you know, going into the dark, basically. I do yeah. a lot more shadow work during this time of year. I do a lot more inner searching and, you know, whatever, what have you want to call it. But Yeah, <clears throat> I take this as kind of like the beginning of the dark times. Yeah, yeah it's the beginning of the dark times where everything perish everything, even ourselves in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe that this time of the year is the end of not only a season, but also of who we were. Now, when you think of tarot, I would associate this time with the card death. And that card death means new beginning. And in astrology, it is connected to Scorpio. I had to put something astrology in there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we were waiting for it. Yeah, I think that uh, this this is my favorite time of the year. Agreed. Uh, for oh, me. Oh, yes. Absolutely. You know, better than December. December comes second. This is definitely my favorite. Then I get older. December. We all do. We're all December babies. Not well, me. Well, all three, three of, of us. us are. All three of us are. Well, thanks. He's December. 
Oh, all four of us. So four, four to I'll two. I'll take his birthday too. Y'all are out. <laughs> I don't okay. care. I'm Halloween's all that matters. Well, I only like Christmas because I, okay. I get I get cool shit. In the well, we'll celebrate him in the summer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I uh, again, my time, my favorite time of the year, uh, because I love the dead. I do. You know, it's a way of, I don't know. I want to say feeling more like, spiritually speaking, like feeling more like home. Well, it's also just perfect. If you really think about it, is you know, December is really just cold and depressing, and uh, and um, yeah, Halloween and it comes in in November. I mean, October, and it's just not hot and it's not really cold. It's just perfect that's why fall is awesome it's just perfect the whole colors change the trees change the 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 whole world just changes just for october man it's just perfect. yeah which connects also to someone everything dies yeah but also the colors are so beautiful this yeah. time of year yeah the, the change the change of the season also it's a great time to renew your wards peoples yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Another practice that I do is yeah. not, you know, yeah, reward, uh, charging your wards or replacing or fortify them, but also any uh, spells that I had that they did throughout the year, I throw into the fire. Yeah, I just release that, whatever I did. I typically do something that has to do with like the beginning of the year moving forward because. For me, this is the year that I'm focusing on now and through next Samhain. So yeah. I usually do a working that involves creating that year ahead. Yeah. If I could, I would leave it forever Samhain. Yeah. I would live in forever Oh, yeah. Samhain. Yeah, the pendulum ball. That is yeah. my favorite time, too. Yeah. We need to find a place where I know. If anybody knows where that exists, please let us know. A place where mm-hmm. it's always oh, fall. Oh, and if anybody oh, says no, Halloween no. Town, I will curse you. He's joking. He's joking. I'm joking. It must be far away from white shit. Far, no. far away from She's white talking shit. about snow. I don't say that word. That's a swear word. Yes. So, yeah. Fall. Our favorite season, Samhain, our, my favorite, my favorite spiritual place. Yep, mine too. Where the dead and me are closer together and we can plot against the universe. Like Pinky in the Brain. Yes. 